Welcome back if you're a returning listener. And hi if you're new. Hello, welcome. Hey. <laughs> it's March. I thought you were going to say it's Monday. I was going to be like, definitely not. Feels like it. Does it? <laughs> uh, for me, I, like every day feels like Monday at the moment. Well, that's true. But you're a mum, so. It's true. It's true. Yeah. True story. <laughs> How's your month been? It's been... A month. I mean, <laughs> February is quite short. Can't believe we're in March already. Nearly a whole year since we've been going through lockdown. This well, thing that COVID. we're in. Yeah, COVID. But saying that, I have had my first jab. Had that on Monday. So jealous. I'm. I'm very lucky. Um, obviously February, Valentine's Day. Got a bit of a funny story. I haven't told you this. Oh my god, um, I'm so excited. So one of the presents that Ash got me was um, <laughs> two coasters, but what they were like album covers. Cool. So one was childish um, because of the internet. I've got that in the front room. And then this one in my office, I'll post this on our socials. He got me the Beastie Boys, check your head. But <laughs> on second glance, realised whoever did it on Etsy didn't get the right album cover so i've just got a picture of three random people <laughs> shush no because i noticed i was like hang on what's bald none of them are bald on that album cover so now i sort of love it a little bit more because now i've just got these three random people as he, as he wrote, wrote to them no <laughs> no but i just think it's hilarious and i think that's like a child in the middle what is that? What's happening? I don't know, but I think I love it a bit done? more. Have they Googled, like, Beastie Boys, check your head? And just got the wrong one, obviously. Or um, maybe that's how they're um, getting out of not getting told off for using the image. Maybe. But I don't know. I think they just got the wrong thing and didn't realise. Oh, Clearly not Beastie Boys fans. Clearly not. Um, no. But also Super Bowl as well, which was pretty cool. Seeing The weekend perform was pretty cool. Obviously, we're going to be seeing him next year now. 2022. But, you know, that was a little taste. A little taste of, a little what's, taste of what's to come. So, yeah. Amy that's... bought tickets to, to that. I know. She's got the same day as us, isn't she? I know. Tag along. I know. A little family gathering. Yeah, I know. A bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it is a little bit weird. A little bit strange. But there you go. But how how is your month then? Well, much the same as yours, by the sound of it. Only I haven't got a funny anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've been working. Yeah. We we had Valentine's Day. Yeah. So that was nice. I got a comfy, which a comfy. is basically a giant hoodie <gasps> that's all like fluffy. It's but like it's massive, so I can like wrap it like I can get my legs up in it when I'm curled <gasps> up on the sofa. Oh. And uh, I managed to fit Evie and Amy in it with me. It's that big. It's huge. It's like... That sounds great. It is great. And he knows me ever so well. Yeah, so really not a great deal going on in the world. But I have been 
well, you can't really see now because I'm blocking my camera, but behind me is just a mass of boxes because it's Ian's birthday at the end of the week and uh, all of the stuff is in this room that I'm trying to keep away from him. So he can't see. Yes. It's going to be old. He's going to be 40. Well, yeah, so it would by the time that this comes out, he'll be he would have been 40 for a week. I know, gross. Ugh. Gross. And Ugh. earlier on, he was like, oh my God, tomorrow is the last day of my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's depressing, isn't it? Oh, oh. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, well, we'll all be there at some point. Well, exactly. I said, that's, that's what happens. You just get yeah. old. So, um, as always, we will be reviewing the albums that we've listened to in the last month, the singles, we'll talk about our record of the month, we've got some honourable mentions, and our theme this month is sisters doing it for themselves in recognition of International Women's Day, which is on the 8th of March. With that in mind, all of the albums, all of the singles... Our record of the month and the honourable mentions are all women. Yeah, this is literally this is women. Ladies, zine. ladies, ladies. Yeah, this whole episode is just lady central. So, yes. and I'm really excited up. about it. <laughs> I, I really was like, as I was making my notes, I was like, this feels really good. Yeah, just like writing about all women. It just, yeah, it just felt right, you know? Mm. It felt, felt right. right. It is right, that's why. So with that in mind, shall we kick off? Yes, we shall. Let's do it. Albums. So, you can go first. Okay, well, my first one, really excited about this, is was a little bit of a surprise for me. Oh. Hayley Williams <gasps> has released a second album what well I have missed that completely so I think she had spoken about it but it went under my radar so all of a sudden I saw something on Instagram and I was like oh my god another album so yeah it's called flowers for vases slash discantos hopefully I'm saying that correctly um it's 14 songs 42 minutes 29 seconds nice and also, what's really special about this album is all songs are written and performed by Haley herself. So that is a career first for her. Every instrument you hear, every harmony, everything is her. So I was really wow. excited when I read that. Wow. Um, and also it was rec- recorded at her home in Nashville during lockdown as well. Nice. Um, so, yeah, it was a big shock. I mean, she only released Petals for Armour ten, 10 months before this. So it was like, oh, my God, she is really treating us. Kind of doing a bit of a T-Swift, I feel. Yeah. But, yeah, so she put out a statement on Instagram um, and it said, this isn't really a follow-up to Petals for Armour. If anything, it's a prequel or some sort of detour between parts one and two of Petals. Whatever it is, it has two names. Flowers for Vases, and then Discantos. So, yeah, when she announced she was working on this second album, funny enough, she described it as her folklore era, which, again, is a little nod 
to T-Swift. So I thought that was really interesting because, again, folklore for Taylor Swift was during lockdown as well. So clearly, I mean, they're locked away. They're like, we need to be making music. So nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so there's very similar themes with this album and Petals for Armour. But I think this album is a lot more delicate. I think, in my opinion, Petals Rama comes across more angry, sort of explosive, where this one is a little bit more delicate and sort of sad. Petals for Rama is still really sad, but this one, yeah, the best way I can describe it is just a bit more delicate um, and sort of stripped back. Okay. Um, and also, Petals Rama sort of referenced personal details, but she almost used metaphors in a way to kind of cover them up. Whereas with this one, it just feels like she's fully open. It's like she's letting us into her heart. She's sort of exposing herself fully. So yeah, there's many songs that are sort of bittersweet, knowing that someone isn't right for you or they've hurt you in some way, but the love you have for them won't fade. So obviously that's really sad. (laughs) And it's like, Hayley, we want you to be okay. Um, But I really liked this album and I think actually I might prefer it. Not that Petals is bad and I, I really enjoyed that too. There's just something about this. I guess it is like that folklore. I don't know. I guess it reminds me of that as well. And it is because it is a lot more sort of stripped back, delicate. I feel like it is sort of easier to kind of have on in the background. But yeah, I think I love where she sort of went with this album she went somewhere a bit different stylistically and I just think that was really nice to kind of again because 10 months is quite a short time there's always that worry of it sounding exactly the same and you'll be like oh great another 14 songs that really close together yeah also again it sounds a little bit morbid but I sort of like that she's showing grief in a different way Again, there was that kind of explosive, angry one with the first album. But yeah, she's kind of showing that your sort of emotions and how you feel can sort of change over time as well. As she said, you know, this is kind of more a prequel or, you know, an offset of that. So again, you kind of, over time, your emotions and feelings can change. But in terms of the music, centerpiece is obviously her voice it's there but her songwriting I think is incredible on this one I think again she's shown another side to herself and I just always love to see what she's going to do where she's going to go next so I was really really happy it was a nice surprise um and she keeps having to sort of confirm that Paramore have not split up (laughs) they are still a band um which I think I have a feeling she gets a little bit annoyed about that almost she can't do solo stuff without people being like oh So is Paramore no longer a thing? But I think I read somewhere as well that she sort of put out that she does have, she's written other songs, but they don't really fit for Paramore and she doesn't really want to do anything else solo-wise for for a little bit now. She's kind of released two albums. Um, I think she's now working on Paramore stuff, which is really exciting. But I think you would really like this album. It's very sad. Um, but it is going more towards that sort of stripped back folklore kind of vibe. Obviously, a little, it's less folky and a little bit more rocky, but I think you would like it. So, yeah. Cool. 
really happy with this. Well, one. I look forward to hearing. Yeah, it on it's the playlist. Cool. So my favourites were first thing to go, my limb, and just a lover. Nice. But Very I look nice. forward to you listening to it. I think you will like it. Okay, and I will tell you which one's my favourites. Thank you. Um, so the first one I want to speak about is an EP. Um, it's by Lava Larue, and it's called Butterfly. So it's a hyphen butterfly. Butter um, it's five songs, nineteen minutes and fifteen seconds. She describes herself as lo-fi future soul. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I think this will be right up your street. So it showcases, so again, she said it showcases her exploration of psychedelic sounds. So she sings and raps and she makes music with her friends. And it kind of reminds me of like a faster tempo Solange. Oh, okay. So it's not not fast by any means, but it's less chilled than Solange. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. (laughs) Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I came across it, it was just on Spotify. Uh, yeah, I just came across it and, and gave it a listen. I was really intrigued by the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a picture of her on the cover, but it's it's really cool. Yeah, there's not really much else to say about it. I think if, you, if you're if you not sold by any of that, then you probably won't like it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my favourite songs on it, so I only chose two. It were G-O-Y-D and Lift You Up, which features Karma Kid and has got a really jazzy vibe to it. Nice. I do actually look forward to listening to that. I need to know, yeah, futuristic lo uh, fi, did you say? Uh, lo fi future soul. Future soul. Yeah, it's really There's cool. There's like three different elements there. I need mm. to listen to that. Yeah, she's really, really creative. I like mm-hmm. it. That sounds cool. Thanks. <laughs> so, my I wrote one. it myself. <laughs> <laughs> My next one is by a lady called Delilah Montague and it's called This Is Not A Love Song. So it's an EP, it's only six songs, 22 minutes, 46 seconds. So yeah, the, my sort of next two that I'm going to speak about, I think I just saw on Spotify new releases. Okay. Um, and it was just purely, I guess, if I looked at the cover and thought, oh, I'll give it a go kind of thing. So, yeah, I've never heard of her before, but she um born in Hampshire. So that's kind of close to us. Kind yeah, of. it's not far, is it? No, but she's now based in London. Um, I'm reading into her as well. She did. She had a song with David Guetta and, and Black Coffee. It was called Drive. Um, I listened to it. I don't think I recognised it, but apparently it was a really big song. So you may have already heard of her. But again, reading into it, she basically said that the songs on this EP are about the end of a relationship. They symbolise my inner relationship with myself as well as the experiences I had with my partner. So again, going off of that, I was like, right, I know kind of what I'm in for. Yeah. And also reading, she sort of cited that some of her influences are the Smiths, Bon Iver, never say that correctly. I can never remember how to say that correctly. I thought that was how you said it, so... I, I feel like know. it's not. I feel like a lot of hipsters are like, that's not how you pronounce it, but Bon Iver, all right? <laughs> 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 um, 
Carol King, Bob Dylan, the band, and jo- Joni Mitchell. So I mean, that tells you everything, doesn't it? Yeah. So reading that again, I was like, oh, okay, I'm intrigued. But I think that definitely makes sense with the EP's themes, but she definitely doesn't try and steal any of their sounds at all. Um, okay. She's a bit more poppy, a little bit more soulful than those. Um, so I thought that was quite interesting as well. But again, with this, her f- voice is front and center. It's amazing. It's very delicate, but can be very powerful when it needs to be. It's a very raw, honest EP. And I think it definitely shows her talent as a songwriter as well. But I think she's definitely one to watch. I'm excited to see what she does from here. So yeah, again, 22 minutes, not a long time at all. Not a long time um, to see if you're going to like it or not. Yeah. So I, again, only picked two songs from this one. So this is not a love song, which is the title of the EP. And the second song is called Us. Lovely. Well, I look forward. Another one I look forward to. Um, So the next one I want to talk about is an album by Madison Beer called Life Support. 17 songs, 46 minutes and 30 seconds. Isn't she a TikTok star? This is the TikTok star, Madison Beer. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is her first full album. She has a full creative control over it. Mm -hmm. So she wrote, produced and created her own visuals for this whole album. Oh, I didn't realise that. That's cool. She reminds me vocally of Ariana and Dua Lipa. I can see that yeah so it's a pop album yeah and the songs are mainly about relationships they have lots of different style each of the they have lots of different styles to them but are still relatively like you can see they're still joined in the album so like some are slow with strings some have like gentle singing and then reach a crescendo. Others are really rocky. Some are really low file. It's not as polished as like someone who's more, who's been around for for longer. Yeah. Um. And I I think that will probably come as she develops more and and does more. And that's not yeah. but that's not to take away from from it at all. I was impre- really impressed by how talented and creative she is and I really love that she's taken charge and I think especially mm. considering the month that we're talking about her and the and yeah. the theme of this month um you know that that is something to be commended yeah for me though it's not it's, it's not my type of album that I'll go and listen to all the time there was there's some really good songs on there that I do really like and I've added to my 21 playlist but for for me, it's it's not it's not a full album that I will listen to, but as I said, it doesn't take away from the fact that actually she's done all that herself and it's really creative and and you can hear where she's going. Like some of it doesn't work for me, but you can yeah. hear where she's going with it. So, do you think she was just trying to try out different things to see what works, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think she she. There are sounds that she likes and she's heard and she's influenced by that she's used. Yeah. And maybe she's she's exploring where, where she might go with them. But I just think it's amazing that she's done it all herself, I think. Yeah, of course. 
it's absolutely amazing. But my favourite songs from it were Follow the White Rabbit, which reminds me, and I don't know why, but it reminds me of Tattoo, all the things she said. Oh no! And I don't know why, but I still, I really like it, I think it's really good. That's going to be stuck in my head now. All the things she said, all Sorry. the things she said, running through my head. When you listen to it, just tell me if it reminds <laughs> you of it too, because I might just be going mad. Um... Okay. <laughs> I really like the song Sour Times. The beginning reminds me of another song that I just can't place and it's really Mm. winding me up, but it's really, really good. Um, And then the final one I want to shout out is actually a single and it's called Boy Shit and I love it. Oh, okay. I love it. The sentiment is... What have I written? (laughs) Oh, I see. I'm trying to be clever. I said I've <laughs> I have I've written I love it. The sentiment alone is I've written hashtag chef kiss. Oh okay. <laughs> but I couldn't read it. I was like, kiss? What? <laughs> um so one of the lines from the um chorus is I don't speak boy shit, you're always coming back with jealous poison. Oh yeah, I like it. Like nice. it. But also, I think, yeah, it's pretty cool. I think TikTok, again, as much as some people are like, oh, but think of, like, that amazing platform, what that's done for her. Like, oh. she's got all these followers, and now she's, like, pretty much made this album Yeah, by herself. Absolutely. I think that's crazy. And she's amazing. not... She's young, isn't she, as well, I think? Yeah, she so. looks like Megan Fox as well. Like, she's got everything going on for her right now. I just know the name more than the face. <laughs> Well, you'll see her face when you see it on the playlist because that's the album. Yeah. She's not wearing very much in that cover. But I would walk around wearing not very much if I look like Megan Fox. To be fair, I've just realised, so Hayley's album and then that Delilah Montague EP, I think they're both sort of embodied in water on the album covers. I didn't realise that until now. There's a theme. A theme. You like album covers where they're in water. Well, you know, if they're pretty ladies, <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> so my last one, I 100% think this would be up your street. So it's by a band called The Staves and it's called Good Woman. It's 12 songs, 45 minutes, 38 seconds. So they're an acoustic folk rock trio of sisters that come from Hertfordshire. I just like that sentence, acoustic what? Folk rock folk trio, rock of, trio sisters. of sisters. I like it. So, automatically, I know you're thinking, Heim, Haim, how I was That's exactly Heim. what I was thinking. It is, I, I think that kind of sums them up, but not as in like they're ripping them off or anything. It just has, yeah, a very similar um, sound, but obviously they're a little bit more folky than what Haim, Heim. <laughs> always do that hi i'm R. um but also what was really interesting um they've previously supported artists called the civil wars and also bon iver so i thought again that you that's interesting bon i think that obviously fits their vibe and aesthetic um and this is also their third album as well um so i read on pitchfork that the music was primarily produced by them 
um, after a series of life-changing events. So really sad. Um, one of those events was that they their mother passed away. Um, really but then sad. one of them had a kid. And then there was also the end of a five-year relationship. So that's quite a lot going on within one period of time. So they kind of, yeah, just used that and sort of wrote about those experiences for this album. So there's themes that revolve around sort of emotional burdens, controlling exes, gender roles, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I think you would be right up your street. It's definitely sort of, I described it as like an enchanting listen. I think, yeah, folk, it seems like folk music's becoming a little bit more into the mainstream now, I think. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah, it just seems like really enchanting. Like again, that you could sort of listen to it, get lost in it a little bit. Um, And when their voices come together, they're harmonising. Oh my God, it's amazing. I've I've put, it feels like magic because it really does. (laughs) It does. It's like, you know, when you just hear something and you stop what you're doing, you're like, oh, yes. Yes, I do. But also, you know, the songs are really well written. Um, there's some really great melodies in there as well. Um, definitely, if you're into folk music, this will be right up your street. Interesting, though, reading into it again, late into the process, I'm not sure why, they brought on an engineer slash producer called John uh, Congleton. And apparently, usually, he's got quite a heavy sort of crunchier sound about him. Um, which is quite different to sort of the staves usual sound of like folk rock music and so it seems like yeah a lot of people are a little bit confused at that and normally the sisters kind of produce whatever they make but for some reason I'm not sure what happened they decided to bring on someone external in the process Um, and obviously again this is just sort of my opinion Obviously, I haven't listened to their other two albums. I There are some songs where I think some parts, there's a bit much, too much going on in the song. So it's like, in terms of the production, the instruments and harmonies, it's almost, yeah, it doesn't happen very often, but there are some parts where it's a bit like, oh, there is a bit too much going on now. Um, so I don't know if that was to do with bringing on this external person. Maybe okay. he was trying to plant his sound into it again I'm not sure um just just my opinion um but as I said it doesn't happen a lot and it doesn't take away from the experience at all so um yeah I really really enjoyed this album I thought it was a great find really enjoyed it so yeah if you're into folk music you will love this I guarantee um so I really like the songs good woman best friend And then the last one is next year, next time. So my final one is is by someone called Odette and it's called Herald. Mm -hmm. It's 11 songs, 39 minutes and 52 seconds. So she is Australian. She's under the electronic genre. Mm -hmm. Um, She's not someone I've ever come across before, but I love this album. I haven't stopped listening to it. her voice is lovely she kind of reminds me of Sia and Florence and the Machine Um, the style of music is really experimental it's produced by Damien Taylor who has produced for Bjork and Arcade Fire so that kind of yeah gives you a flavor of the experimentation 
vibes um and she said that working with him made her bolder with um instruments and experimental sounds and she's 23 years old and this album's absolutely outstanding that is yeah yeah it's right up there for me and i really 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 love it yay i have not got anything else to say about it apart from my favorite songs are herald Trial by Fire, Fever Break, it's Odette and Hermitude, who are an Australian hip-hop duo. Yeah, and the last song I liked was Wait For You. No, that sounds interesting, because it's like, yeah, it seems like if you're comparing her to sort of Sierra and Florence, quite a uh, strong, powerful voice, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's really strong, but also really soft. It's really straight, like, it's it's that kind yeah. of... Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's beautiful so the first single that i want to talk about is by georgia smith it's called by any means um Mm -hmm. obviously i spoke about georgia last month um but in a completely different light so the the start of this makes me think of james bond because it's really dramatic okay but then it just goes into standard georgia smith kind of rap singing um so it's like it's quite contrast really that the yeah. dramatic start um but it's a, a song about standing up for what is important to you at least that's what I took from it and yeah I've listened to it a few times very much like it I didn't realize she'd released a song I didn't what? know about this until right this second <laughs> well now you know and it'll be on the playlist so you can hear it so my first one Honestly, I was so happy just writing all these like ladies down. It was just felt so great. Um, so my first one is by a lady called Jade Bird, and the song is called "Open Up the Heavens." So very indie, a little bit of grungy. I like Jade Bird. She had a really big song last year, didn't she? And I can't feel like I recognise the called. name, but I I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what the song is, but yeah, it was kind of giving me. It's weird because I was hearing a little bit of Fleetwood Mac in there a little bit. But yeah, as soon as I heard this, saved it straight to my 21 playlist. I was like, yes, this is great. Um, And I just keep going back to it and listening because I I do enjoy a lady, you know, kind of on the indie, grungy kind of vibe. So yeah, really, really like this song. The next single I want to talk about is Hungover by Eloise. Um, She's got a really old soul voice and it's about her discovering that her partner's cheating on her. Um, But it's a really good song. (laughs) I don't know. I don't like I can't tell you if it's real or not. I hope not for her sake. But it's a really good soul song. I like it. (laughs) <laughs> that's all I have to say about that <laughs> um so my next one and I just you I just don't want you to even say anything because I'm shocked at myself but me and Ash have both found that we just really like this song um Car- Cardi B and the song is called Up <laughs> listeners I'm currently shaking my head at her Cardi B. <clears throat> Cardi B. Yes, You've I actually, said it, all right? You said it. You, and all it's right. on your singles. You could have just not put that one in. I know, but we're really liking it at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. Because, I don't know, I just feel like it's less obnoxious than it no- like her music normally is. 
but it's not. I know. I don't get it, but it's catchy. Um, and I'm just really enjoying it. So I'm just going with the flow. Don't put any pressure on me, all right? I might not like her, but I like this song and maybe two of her other songs. But <laughs> it's okay. Uh, <laughs> so what you're saying is I was right. Okay. I'll take maybe that. it just she's taking a little bit of time. Yeah, maybe, maybe you just needed to ease in to Cardi. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like she's less obnoxious on this track, but she's not. Um, but it's just really catchy, what you'd kind of expect from Cardi B, really. Yeah, it is. It's a good Cardi B song. That's what yeah. I expect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Um... <laughs> Don't wow me. <laughs> wow, dear. I'm just wow. like, oh, what? <laughs> what is happening here? What have you done with my sister? Um, <laughs> so the next one I want to talk about is by Seven Streeter. And it's called Guilty, and it also has Chris Brown and ASAP Ferg. Ooh. Um, it uses the James Brown sample from the song Pay uh, from the song The Payback. Mm. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Um, I think it's so. Yeah. Also used by Kendrick Lamar and Massive Attack. Yeah, I think that I know. That should ring all the bells now. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just a really good rap song. So my next one again, not really any surprise um ariana grande 34 plus 35 remix featuring doja cat and megan the stallion it's on my list not on this list but it's on my liked songs list i very much enjoyed it oh okay i was gonna say oh no i I ruined something no you didn't but um i had to i heard someone (laughs) talking about sorry i heard someone talking about it the other day yeah, and they don't. I don't think they understand the song. I don't think I they. Mean, know, I don't think they can do maths. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, they. I think she does actually say on this remix version, doesn't she? That sixty nine. Yeah. I think she does actually say it in the first one, in the original. Oh, okay, maybe she. Yeah, I just think... she, she makes it quite clear. Makes it quite clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's very appropriate to have Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion as features. Very catchy, and it, yeah, they add a little bit of spice <laughs> to the track. That's so. it. Yes, very much enjoyed this remix version. So my next one is by Dawn Richard. It's called, okay, I'm going to attempt to say it the way it's written, but it's going to sound really stupid because I sound like a posh spaz most of the time. <laughs> um, but it's called Bus It For Me. Okay. Um, and it's got a dancey vibe. It really makes you want to dance also. And yeah, it's just really good. <laughs> I would not be able to pronounce it either. So it's okay. Bussy for me. It's all one word. Because when she says it, so she's saying bust it for me. But she ah, says bussy for me. <laughs> bussy for me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it. No, that's what it sounded like. was bussy for me. <laughs> yeah, but it isn't spelt bust it for me as the one word. It's spelled yeah. B-U-S-S-I-F-A-M-E. Bust it for me. But bust it for me. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. Interesting. Enjoy. So my last one is by a lady called Baby Storm. Really interesting. Um, She's like, an, it says on her like Spotify bio thing, alternative songstress and self-taught pianoist or however you say it pianist pianist that's it god we can't talk we can't spell all right 
don't come here to <laughs> learn how to say words or how to spell because can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. But yeah, this song just came up on like a recommended, you know, playlist type of thing. And the song is called Everybody Knows. It's got kind of like, yeah, like a stripped back, kind of soulful, very, it like reminded me of Scissor a little bit. Okay. And we can all appreciate that. Um, But again, just reading that on her bio, I was like, oh, that's really cool. So, yeah, I think she's from New York as well. So I'm going to check out, I think, sort of more of her album EP, if she's got any. Um, But yeah, Scissor vibe I got from her and I can can appreciate that. You're down with it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So the last single that I like to talk about is by Charlotte Jane. And it's called Down Days. Um, Ian and I heard it in the car and both at the same time added it to our playlist, <laughs> to yeah. our like ongoing playlist, which was really weird. Um, she's got a beautiful voice. Uh, it's a poppy, folky kind of song. Yeah. Um, it's a very vulnerable song, acknowledging the bad times and asking for someone to lift her up, which I thought mm. is, I just think that's very brave and yeah. yeah the kind of message I would like to give and receive to be fair because it's all right to own the shit times yeah like not being and ask for help yeah Yeah. and that's what I liked about it yeah because we need more of that yeah we do and she's got a beautiful voice record of the month so it's a bit hard for me. I was like, I don't know what to pick. Well, I did, but I didn't want to keep talking about the same person all the time. But I was like, you know what? We spoke about this person last month and I literally have just been still obsessed with this album. I can't stop listening to it. It's sort of at the moment, my go-to, oh, what should I listen to? Right, I'll just put on this album. So it's Arlo Parks. I love her. But she obviously, I spoke about last month, she did have a deluxe version um, and I've got around to finally listening to those extra songs on there. Um, And Black Dog, she did a lo-fi lounge version of Black Dog and it's amazing. Love that song anyway, it's really catchy. But yeah, it's like a live, more, yeah, stripped back version if you can imagine it because it's pretty stripped back anyway. But yeah, I'm just obsessed with her. I love that album so much. So that is all I was like, I can't do it. But can I? And I was like, no, I have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't fine. lie to myself. <laughs> I think it's 100% okay. And yeah. I'm all about having as much Arlo Parks exposure as possible. Ian, after we recorded, it was really funny. Um, a couple of days after we were chatting about music in the kitchen, and he was like, oh, I keep hearing about this woman. I don't know if you've heard of her. And I was like, Arlo Parks. <laughs> and he went, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jess and I literally spent a large portion of the time recording the podcast talking about how amazing she is. Yes, I've heard of her. Yes, I love her. And I can't wait to one day hopefully see her because I think that will be magical. So my record of the month is not Arlo Parks. <laughs> Imagine if it was though. I know that would have been hilarious. <laughs> so my record of the month is by Tidra Moses. 
It's called Be Your Girl, and it's the K Tranada edition. Oh, okay. Yeah. We we like K Tranada on on this podcast. We really do, and this is just it's just a brilliant version of this song. And I heard it. It came up. I think I was I was listening to something else, and it you know how Spotify just turns it into a radio station. Yeah. When you get to the end, it just keeps going. And I love that so much because sometimes <laughs> you just get some real gems mm-hmm. and this is one of them. And yeah, it's a song that I just cannot stop listening to. Mm-hmm. I look forward to listening to that. Mm. It's very good. Very good, good choice. Indeed. And I've not even listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> a good know. choice. <laughs> because you know Kate Ranada, legend. Well, my first honourable mention, <laughs> again, is Arlo Parks. Shock horror. Should we just change um, it to the Arlo Parks podcast? Yeah, that's what we should do, actually. We'll do, like, every episode is, like, a deep dive into her tracks. <laughs> and we'll just talk about how much we love her every episode. <laughs> I mean, it'll be just like when we first started out and every episode I talked about how much I love Justin Timberlake. Well, you know. But let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> yeah. I still need to watch that documentary. Oh, me too. The me one about too. Britney. It's supposed to be great. Um, that's not my honourable mention. No. Um, Arlo Parks. Um, she literally a couple of days ago, I think, was on Jimmy Fallon. She did a performance on there. Yeah, it's just nice hearing her live. I miss live music so much. Um, but yeah, it was just a really cool performance. There's a lot of like sunflowers everywhere, which I can oh, appreciate. I um, and she's just really cool. I just felt like again, I had to shout her out she's and go so watch it. Cool, isn't she? Like, I want her to be our friend. Arlo, we'll, we'll befriend you at some point. Yeah. I mean, Please. she was, did you see, I thought it was, I think you sent it to me actually. It was really cool. She was, she gave out her number. Did you, did you send me yeah. this? She gave out a number and people just left voicemails for her and she listened to every single one. <gasps> oh, she's sure just she a did. beautiful human being. I, I think she's amazing. So my honourable mention is the Golden Globes. So mm-hmm. they have just happened three to two, two or three days ago. And so there's a few things I want to mention about them. So basically, one is that Anya Taylor-Joy won Best Actress for The Queen's Gambit. Amazing. Nice. I have not seen it, but it just makes me want I to watch it either. more. It is on my list. I'm slowly working my way through Bridgerton and enjoying that very much. And I just... Have you watched it? Don't huff no. at it. Don't huff at it until no, you watch because... it. Purely for the music. No, no. Don't you wave your finger at me, young lady. No, I'm just saying that, like, as in I will say something in a minute. I'm just giving you the... the... I have a point. <laughs> well, you don't I have need a point. to. I have, I have something I want to say. Um, yeah, so once I've finished watching that, which I'm very much enjoying, then I am straight on to the Queen's Gambit. My point that I wanted to make was the only reason I make that is because I fell for the hype of a show called Behind Her Eyes. What a load of tosh that was. And honestly, I fell for the hype. I even put on my Instagram story. I saw it. Fell for it. And I put the song Don't Believe the Hype because honestly, I fell for it and I watched six episodes. That's six hours of my life that I could have been watching something else. Bridgerton, I'm sorry. I If you do not enjoy Bridgerton, there's something wrong with you because I've literally 
just it's all a bit magical I'm just getting to the saucy bits now though that I have felt very <laughs> yeah so I'm just like oh I can't watch this on the train on the way home from the dust <laughs> <room> run. Um, <laughs> but not only that but it's the first time that three females have been nominated for best director nice and it's rare that even one is nominated for that but not yeah. only that but a woman won it. Yep, I knew that. Um, so the lady who won it is Chloe Zhou. Zhou. I'm really sorry. I'm probably doing you a disservice. Um, so she's the first Asian woman to win. She's only the second woman to win that. And the first one Insane. was Barbara Streisand. Yeah, it's crazy. Madness. I saw that on Twitter that she was just in her like comfies. She, yeah. I don't think she had any makeup on or anything, and she's just like, "Hey, that's <laughs> me." And um, it was for the film Nomadland. And I do want to actually just quickly give a shout out. I know we're giving the women all the love, and I'm all for that. But also, I just want to give a shout out to the main boys: John Boyega, Daniel Kaluuya. Also, won awards. Very happy. Love that. Yes, I was very happy about that. Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to shout out was the fact that Gillian Anderson won a, a an award for her role in The Crown. Oh, was Maggie? Was Maggie yeah, as Mags. Have you seen oh. it? It's immense. I've seen what she looks like. It's bloody shit it's scary. creepy as yeah. fuck, but in a good way. But I think they do really well on that show of casting, like because oh even uh, the Diana, lady that plays Diana who looks incredible. Awards. Yeah, she looks. She's just. It's all of it. It's just amazing. I just. Mm-hmm. Oh. So my last one is neither about females or like singling out females or males. But I heard this the other day driving um, home from work, um, something really cool that I think the BBC are doing. Um, So uh, BBC Radio, they're doing like a live lounge introducing competition. So yeah, basically it's... Because I know they do like live lounge introducing, but it kind of goes a little bit under the radar where this is literally where artists... Basically, I think they have to just submit one original track that they've made and then potentially be in with a chance of performing, I don't know if it's that song or a cover song or both, on BBC Radio 1 Live Lounge, like the actual proper Live Lounge. Lounge. You know, that Harry's been on, Stormzy, you know, Georgia Smith, Dua Lipa, all these kind of people. So I just thought that was really amazing. That again, they're going to try and give their their platform over to sort of like a new new artist. Hopefully, there can be some females within involved. Um, but yeah, I just heard it the other day, and I was like, oh, that's a really cool thing. That again, it's not necessarily like I know. Obviously, all exposure is kind of good, but this is like literally on their main station where everyone potentially can hear it. So I just thought it was really nice for them to do. Gives them, amazing. Yeah, highlight some new artists. Oh, there you go. That's the burp. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just thought it was really cool. I think it's, yeah, starting on the 13th of March and it closes on the 20th. So 
I'm excited to see who wins. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, as I said, there's some females involved somehow. And yeah. That's amazing. I can't wait to hear that. I just thought it was really cool. Something really nice for 2021. That'll make someone's year, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Main theme. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Which takes me very nicely to my first one. Okay. Annie Lennox. Nice. Oh, yeah, because she did that song. (laughs) That's right. See what we did there? Yeah. Um, But the song I actually want to talk about is Legend in My Living Room. (laughs) (laughs) Just like me, only I'm in my daughter's room, not my living room. And she is, I mean, I think Annie Lennox, for me, is a pioneer of women in music like she's very outspoken and she's very clear about what her beliefs are and and she's very eloquent I think if you've ever heard her talk Mm. she's just so clever so intelligent and so creative and she's one of the first female artists that I remember listening to and wanting to listen to and one of the first out, al- definitely one of the first albums I ever had. She's just like one of those really bold people, I think. Like, I don't know, I just always comes across again, like you said, like she's so smart and I think she just owns who she is. Yeah. And again, I think that's something really to like look up to because, yeah, I mean, I just remember like the short hair. Didn't she have it like red at one point, bleach blonde? Like there's just so many iconic looks as well that she's had, but also yeah, she's really cool. She is just really cool. Well, moving on yes. to my first one. Go on. Again, already spoken about her, but Hayley Williams. She is my girl the the girl crush is real. Okay. If you haven't guessed it. It's real. I'm in love with her fully. Um, She's just amazing on so many levels. She's like super talented. She's got a really cool hair dye company, Good Dye Young. So she's got other business ventures. I mean, she literally just made that whole album pretty much by herself, apart from sort of the producing engineering. But also what I really love about her is her views sort of align very closely with mine. I just think she's very open to sort of accepting everybody as they come. Very like liberal, I would say. Um, but also I think what I've learned from her over the years as well, there's certain things that she's done, mistakes that she's made that she's kind of grown from and she's never been sort of afraid to own up to them like their song paramore song uh, misery business they don't play that live anymore um because there's a certain lyric in there that they just don't feel is appropriate and they don't really want to i don't know spread that kind of message to young girls anymore and i just thought that's really like cool for adults to kind of be like you know what to own that yeah when i was young I said that but actually now I don't feel like that's appropriate and again she just yeah she does that stuff and yeah I just think a lot of people feel that way about her that she just just her way of life is just really cool and she's just an amazing person and I love her very much um so I picked the song um over yet which was from Petals from Armour or for Armour should I say okay so the next one that I want to talk about is Tracy Chapman. So for me, she's another one that I've grown up with, another one that um, I think was one of the first 
albums that I listened to front to back and like talked to my dad about. I was a bit obsessed with that album. Yeah. For a really long time. Still am, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, and I've chosen the song Talking About a Revolution. Nice. Because I felt that was apt. <laughs> <laughs> very, very apt. Um, so my next one is someone that's very, very more um, current, very popular, and that's Billie Eilish. Um, I think at 19 years old, she's already broken quite a few records but also at 19 I think she's actually a really good role model for girls growing up in this day and age I think she shows that you can be very unique and you don't need to be afraid of who you are um she's very good at sort of expressing herself yeah not being sort of afraid of that um I think she's very down to earth as well and I just yeah I just I see her and I'm like she's really cool like it's it's just nice to see like a 19 year year old who's sort of in the industry not sort of taking that on and being really like full of themselves that again she just acts like a normal person and as I said I think that's a really good like role model for girls growing up to sort of see someone like that um and she's very self-aware as well it's kind of sad but she she doesn't even wear like tight fitting clothes because she doesn't want people to sort of talk about her body in that way mm. because she's sort of like, there's more to me than what I look like. And again, I think that's, it's as sad as it is. I think again, sort of maybe girls hearing that in this day and age is actually something that's quite good. That again, there there's more, don't just look at my body, sort of listen to my views and my talents and go off you know that rather than what I look like so yeah yeah um I've chosen the song um Ocean Eyes because I really like that song she's got a beautiful voice and I must admit like I was quite lost in the hype with with Billie Eilish didn't me too to begin with yeah but then kind of quite liked Bad Guy heard it quite a lot and then Bridgerton it's my, yeah. my favourite song from Bridgerton. Oh, yeah, I remember you sent that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just an orchestral version of that. And mm-hmm. it's just, it gave me all the feels. Like, I got proper goosebumps when it started and I realised what it was. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, oh, she's really cool. Um, So the next one I'm going to go with is Kate Bush. Oh, okay. I know. Um, I actually have been very lucky and saw her live when I was quite young. Oh, okay. Uh, I know. It was very it's a very strange story to be honest. I went <laughs> I went to Pride for the first time in Brighton when I yeah. was seventeen and she was there. Having a good old time. And I very much enjoyed her set. I was with my friends and yeah, it was brilliant. Um and I've gone with pretty predictable. I went with Rothering Heights. That's fine. I love that it's song. Okay. It's I've gone for it. some predictable ones as well. You I think that's see. okay. I think that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so my next one is a lady called Sylvia Robinson. So I spoke about her oh, quite a few episodes ago when we were talking about producers. And that's when kind of, I think it kind of, like we knew that there wasn't that many women in the music industry, but I think that episode really for us 
kind of turning point yeah where we were like hang on no this is an actual like problem that we're looking at these lists and there's like no women no women at all and it's like top 50 top 100 no women in sight um but yeah i spoke about sylvia on on that episode and yeah she is known as the mother of hip-hop so she produced two of history's most influential rap songs. I'm, I am going to list them. Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight and Grandmaster Flash and The Furious Five, The Message. So she was so crucial in bringing that sound of the streets to the mainstream during the 70s. Um, but also in her own right, she was a very um, accomplished R&B artist too, but yeah, you just got to give credit where credit is due. She is the mother of hip hop. So of course, had to speak about her. As much as I have listed those songs, obviously, it's right to list one of her own songs. So Sylvia. Um, but yeah, I think she just went by Sylvia in her R&B music. Um, and the song I've chosen is Pillow Talk. Nice. Um, so the next person I want to speak about, as if you've listened for a long time, you'll know that when this person passed away, I was absolutely devastated, as was Jess, to an, to the extent that we did a whole episode in her honour, and that is yeah. Aretha Franklin. Just, I, I don't really know if I need to say any more than that, to be honest. Um, she it was obviously really important to soul music, um, she was important to to me in in my musical journey in terms of growing up with her music around me and yeah, um, yeah she was an absolute legend who's given more than her fair share of amazing music. But I've gone with the song Chain of Fools. Mm-hmm. So just love it. Just love absolute it. icon legend. So my next one, um, I believe you probably will have, uh, that's Beyonce. So again, I'm just working down my list. I'm not going in any order. So I'm just getting to them as I come to them. Moving from one icon to another, I read some stuff about her earlier. Of course, we know how amazing she is. I just wanted to highlight some of these things. So apparently she's the only female artist to have all of her debut albums release at number one. Absolutely insane. She's broken records all over the world. She's been named by Time Magazine as one of 100 most influential people in the world. She's a powerhouse. She's an icon. I don't have any more else to say because she's a legend. She's Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah, I I have nothing to add to that. She is an absolute legend, not only in the music industry, but she's an entrepreneur. She's just... That business mind is 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 there, and um, she'll always, I'll always have a place in my heart for Beyonce. So I chose the song because I, again I felt like this was appropriate. Um, Run the world, girls. Excellent, excellent. Okay, I'm going to choose Halo, which is Evie's song. Um, so my next one again, I'm just going down my list to be honest. Um. So my next one, you can see where I, what I've done, actually, I think, um, where my head was at when I was making yeah. the disc. So my next one is The Supremes. Yeah. And again, another band that I grew up with, for me, the first, probably the first girl band yeah. that I actually loved. Obviously, my dad used to play them and, and yeah. 
Um, and Mary Wilson, sadly, one of the founders of, of the Supremes, died um, last month, mm-hmm. which was really, really sad. Yeah, and I don't know, they just, I think they paved the way, really, Yeah, for, for girl groups. I think they set a standard and uh, one that's been very hard to follow. Um, and I chose the song I Hear a Symphony. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> nice. um so my next one is ariana grande again i know i've spoken about her already but she's sort of the front runner of this generation's pop genre she's crazy talented as we all know even if you don't like her you can't deny how amazing her voice is i think also why i wanted to highlight her is she's a survivor she's gone through real horrible shit and she kind of owns it and I, i think that really shows how strong women can be, but also um, she's very passionate in sort of showing people what she believes in as well. And I just think, again, that's a really nice person to sort of have as the, you know, the number one female in pop music, sort of having these type of views and sort of, yeah, just showing again to young girls, especially that, you know, not like life's not going to be perfect but you know that doesn't mean that again you have to sort of give up you can you can still survive I guess is what I'm trying to say um but also she's a little bit of a nerd which I love too she loves anime which I think is great she's got like a Pokemon tattoo love that and also I've put and that ponytail iconic (laughs) I mean the ponytail Um, alone but again to kind of put it on a more serious note I think also sadly everything that sort of happened at that Manchester gig I think it was amazing you know all that effort literally in weeks that she managed to put together this whole uh gig the one love Manchester gig to sort of honor it um honor all the people that sadly lost their lives and I just think again what an incredible role model for for young ladies and old yeah so I've picked, again, I thought it was appropriate, the song God is a Woman. Nice. Yes. <laughs> um, so the next person I have chosen is Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. I just think she is one of the most talented people, and one of the most talented musicians um, that in, in modern music. Um, but she is very outspoken and clear about her views and, and, and not shy about putting them across and is so eloquent when she does. Yeah. And I just think, again, in terms of role model, I just think she's amazing. And, yeah. Um, and that voice. That voice, though. The raw talent of her in terms of her, her musicality and her voice is just amazing um yeah. and i've chosen the song a woman's worth nice thanks <laughs> yes yay me um, <laughs> so this one is going back a little bit so joan jett you know she's considered an innovator a visionary highly influential in terms of females in rock apparently she's also one of only two women again shocking, on Rolling Stone's list of the 100 greatest guitarists of all time. So only two ladies on that 100 list made that, but she is one of them. 2%. Yeah, 
it's crazy. But yeah, she's also a very vocal feminist with attitude, confidence, which I read today as well is the Riot Girl movement drew inspiration from her as well, which is incredible. Yeah, and she just also defined the female rock and roll style as well. She's just, yeah, super cool. We love it. We love to see it. We do. <laughs> um, so I picked Joan Jett and the Black Hearts, Bad Reputation. Nice. Nice. Um, so the next person that I've chosen is Arlo Parks. Yay! Shock horror. <laughs> um, there was no way I was going to do this list without her. Um, yeah. Because that album, as we said last month, is literally one of the most beautiful things I've ever listened to. <laughs> and yeah and I, I'm mentioning and the song that I'm cho- I've chosen is Hope because I yeah. literally can't stop listening to it I just think she's going to be so big and I can't wait to see what she does where she goes but we're here for it we're here on the journey with her I think I'm, I'm there I'm in it yeah. I'm, I'm with her we're sold so my next one again I can kind of see where I I've done a little pattern because I spoke of Joan Jett I was like, I need to speak about Debbie Harry, of course. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of spoke about her last month. So again, my notes is kind of a bit similar to what I said last month. But yeah, she's music's ultimate it girl, alternative style icon. She helped change the face of women in music, which is amazing. She's a very engaging, fascinating and unique person. Uh, she's sort of punk rocker turned pop star turned icon and I, I think again she's she's still influencing people today in terms of fashion and music and I just think that is amazing I think it's really hard like yeah she's just an icon I don't think there could ever be someone to replace her she's got her her mark in time um, and she will always be remembered I think for just being a cool cool lady so with this one, I had to be a little bit predictable. So I chose Blondie, Call Me. Obviously. Nice. Yeah. I like it. There was no way that you were going to mention Joan Jett without mentioning Blondie. No, I had to. I was like, well, I've mentioned Joan Jett. I ha- you can't. You can't miss her out. Well, there was no way I wasn't going to mention this next person, and that's Missy Elliott. Obviously. Obviously. We know <laughs> that my love for Missy Elliott runs deep. Um, she is not only a, a a rapper, she writes her own stuff, she produces yeah. stuff, like she's multi-talented and I love her. We <laughs> oh, know. I, <laughs> I know you know. Um, but I went for the song Lick Shots. So my next one is again someone I spoke about last month. It is Lady Gaga. So again, notes are a little bit similar. She sort of always forged her own path, I feel. One of the best-selling musicians of all time as well in terms of pop music. As I said last month, she can kind of reinvent herself every few years. And I, I think that's because she's always sort of ahead of the game somehow. She always seems to know what kind of is going to be popular or what the next trend is going to be in terms of pop music. Yeah. And I, I think that's really clever. That's amazing. But, you know, she's also gone into acting a little bit. She's a philanthropist and activist as well. And, again, we we love to see it. So, Lady Gaga, you're pretty cool. Even though I'm not 100% in love with your music, <laughs> you're still cool. Um, so I picked Stupid Love. Nice. Went for a newer one. 
Uh, the next one I've chosen is Alanis Morissette. I knew you were going to pick her. I knew it. Because she's really important to my musical yeah. journey and mm-hmm. my teenage angst years. And that album will always, Jagged Little Pill will always be well high in my love of music. Um, and I went for the song You Ought to Know. Because you ought to know. I don't know. So... <laughs> My next you've got one. such a beautiful voice. I know. I just wish I could sing, but you I just can't. Sing. Um, Ella Fitzgerald. Lovely. So this is a throwback, um, but her nickname is First Lady of Song. You know, she's super talented. I read today she had a three-octave vocal range, which is insane. I think we've mentioned that before. Yeah, but it's just, I think... It's insane, I know. Yeah, I just think it's something that you just like, that's amazing, and then you kind of don't hear it for a while, and then you're like, that's insane, because it is crazy. But she has broken so many barriers. She was the first black woman to win multiple Grammy Awards, and one of the first American women to also perform during a Super Bowl halftime show as well. This also shocked me. She's recorded over 200 albums. 200 albums she won 14 grammys and has sold over 400 million albums so if that doesn't tell you how amazing she is yeah so i picked the song dream a little dream of me because i i love that version of it and just You've just reminded me of something when you've talked about her octave vocal range. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ariana's is four. Mm-hmm. I told you her voice. I thought she has. She just, her range is immense. And you know, though, also with Ariana, like she literally just like taught herself basically just from like mimicking other singers. So, like, she would just listen to Mariah Carey and other people, like Beyonce and stuff, and just try and mimic how they were singing, and she just basically taught herself. But she, like, you can hear that when she's on, like, programs and she does the impressions. It literally blows my mind. Yeah. She's just very clever. She can do it so well, and that shows why. But, yeah, she just taught herself how... how, So, it's all in us somewhere. You just have to bring bring it out. I'm not sure it's in me. I cannot (laughs) sing... <laughs> I know. I sound like a cat being trod on when I sing. You said it, not me. It's so. true. It's true. Or is it my last one? Again, you'll see that there is a theme in my last two. Um, so Alanis Morissette, Teenage Angst, followed by Skunk and Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> which again was around my teenage angst kind of years. Um, and I was obsessed with the album Paranoid and Sunburn and the song Week. So that is what I've chosen. So my next one is Bjork. Nice. I just, yeah, she came to me. I'm not a huge Bjork fan. Yeah, I just think she stands out because she is so bold as a person. I mean, also reading into her, it's crazy. But again, she seems to be someone that's sort of always ahead of the times in terms of like technology and stuff. Yeah. And her 2001 album I read, I think it's called um, Vespertine, hopefully I'm saying that correctly, was made to sound perfect at certain sound frequencies for tiny computer speakers. 
So everyone was like, oh, no, we won't be listening to, like, primarily, like, music just on, like, laptops and stuff. And she was ahead. She was like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to make it so it's that perfect sound frequency. So when they are listening to it on a laptop, it's going to sound the most amazing you've ever heard it. Um, But, yeah, there's other things as well um, that she's done that is just ahead of the time, which is absolutely crazy. But, yeah, she's just very unique in terms of outfits, costumes, even her music sometimes is absolutely crazy. But I think what makes her so iconic is even though she is so unique, she was able to break through to the mainstream. So I think that shows her how versatile she is. Um, And I think also shows that she just creates music that she wants to make. She doesn't necessarily want to have like top five, you know, hits Mm. every week. And I think again, her voice is very unique as well. And has an impact to it it's not like yeah she's just weird for the sake of being weird and that's it like she actually has a really cool voice as well that a lot of people like so my dad um, is obsessed with her I can yeah I can see that yeah because he's weird yeah I just with her again she is really cool but I just have never really spent time listening to her music so I don't know if it would be my type of thing or not no, it's not really for me, and there's only one song that I really know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I may have picked it. I picked It's Oh So Quiet. <laughs> yeah. But it is good. It's a good song. It is really good, yeah. Uh, so the next person I've gone with is Aaliyah. Um, just for me, iconic and would have been amazing had she yeah. lived longer and been able to do the things she wanted to do um and i've chosen the song more than a woman yes i love that song yeah i think with her as well that again like she has that reputation and it's yeah you can understand why and i think again for sadly it's like one of those people that kind of was there and has left that kind of void and they will never be replaced yeah it's really sad isn't it I remember when she passed away, like me, yeah. and, me and my friend being really upset about it. I think it's the yeah. first person I ever got really upset about. It's sad. It I don't sad. like it. My next one is Lizzo. Have Yay. to speak about her. Yeah, have you to. Do. And I'm sure you probably have her as well. I do. What I think a lot of people, including myself, love about her is she's just very down to earth. She's hilarious. Also. She doesn't take shit from anybody, but is always sort of a self-care advocate um, and encourages everyone to be that way as well. Music, catchy as hell. And I just feel like her energy is very infectious as well. And it's really nice, again, to have someone in the industry be like that, sort of not follow themselves, just a normal person. Yeah, I love her. And I, I think just the body positivity thing. Yeah. Uh, she she is just really sending out those good messages and and, and I like that. Yeah, we're all be here for you it. and do you, and that's that's Lizzo to a T. I think another really good role model for girls in this day and age. So yeah, I picked the song Truth Hurts, and I picked Juice, obviously because I love that song. Too much. <laughs> it's a vibe. Um, so the next person I'm going to speak about is Brandy. 
um, just she's obviously she I raved about her latest album and she is someone that I have followed since way back when in terms of musical career again she's another person who's really really clear about what she stands for and believes in and Mm is really eloquent in the way that she puts her opinion across and she makes beautiful music with a beautiful voice um and i chose the song rather be nice nice is that one of her new ones or yeah no? yeah thought so i recognized it so my next one is Nicki minaj again i felt like she was a very important person to mention i think she sort of entered an industry that was full of men It was almost like women were nowhere to be seen. But not only that, she sort of made her mark and sort of paved the way for others to come um, and sort of showed women can be front runners in the music industry. Um, And again, that it doesn't have to just be men front and centre all the time. And of course, she has a very unique rap style that easily is identifiable by anybody. I think even, like, grandparents will know who Nicki Minaj is. But, yeah, I think also she made it big in the pop charts, but as well as the rap scene as well. And I just think, yeah, it's just really amazing for a woman to sort of come into the rap game and just sort of take charge a little bit. Amen, sister. And she's beautiful too, so. That's true. Um, So I picked the song Barbie Dreams. Because I love that song. I love the sample too. So Nice. Yeah. So I have now gone back to Icons and I went with Madonna. Okay. Yeah, I knew you were going to have this one. So you I kept knew. her off the list. You knew I'd have Madonna. And that is, again, because growing up, she was one of my icons, both in style <laughs> and just she is another person who, again, isn't afraid of, of talking about who she is and and what she wants and she's always been controversial but (laughs) but I think it's always historically it's it's done her well what is that noise it was a bike outside um yeah so for me she was always a bit of a, a, a role model in in some ways she is just a legend you know I'm not I don't really listen to her more like modern stuff but You know, she's still here, she's still doing it, and she's still kicking ass. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, but I went with an old classic. I went with Cherish. Nice. So my next one, I feel like you definitely, definitely, definitely will have. It is Amy Winehouse. So this is always a bit of a sad one to talk about. Mm. Um, You know, she doesn't have the biggest, um, you know, music catalogue for obvious reasons but I think what makes her so special is that she still made made and still makes a huge impact on the music industry and I think again she's like Aaliyah like I think she's there's still a huge void that she's left and I don't think that will ever be filled and I don't think it should be I think her music that she has left for us is timeless and always will be I mean yeah I just think everybody kind of loves Amy Winehouse, whether it is, again, your grandparents, your mum, your dad, your sister. Like, yeah, she's one of those artists that I think everybody really likes. Her voice is incredible. I think one of the best of her generation. 
I would go so far to say. And again, what makes her so special is some of her songs, you can really hear that emotion in her delivery. And I just think that's something that can never be faked, especially for her. It just, yeah, just incredible. And I think also what I've always really liked about her is sort of, is really unexpected, her background and sort of love for jazz music. I, I just think that's something that nobody ever really expected and it just makes her so special. But yeah, I just think she truly loved making music and it always makes me a bit sad because, yeah, she's just beautiful. Yes, I agree absolutely with everything you've just said and mm. you're right, it is a timeless album and will always I think I think it will always be relevant and, and timeless. She will never be forgotten. So I picked the song Tears Dry on their own. Nice. Because I love that song. Nice. Well I went with Rehab because I just really love that song. Yeah. Catchy. And I spoke about her last month, so that would be the other song that I would choose. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going with another icon. So I'm going with Whitney again. Yeah. Another icon who's sadly passed away. I, I don't really know what I need to say about Whitney. Yeah. <laughs> Just that voice, her presence, her fashion. Like I always felt she was a bit of a fashionista. And yeah. Yeah. I just, I love Whitney. I just think her name says it all, really. I don't think you ever really have to explain yourself for having her on any type of list. Because it's Whitney. (laughs) And I'm going with this song, Didn't We Almost Have It All. So my next one is Adele. So I'm going for another, you know, UK represent. I mean, she's only released three albums, which actually, right in that early, I was like, that's insane. But yeah. She's only released like a few albums, but she's broken so many records. One being first female to have two entries in the top five on both singles and the album chart at the same time. Insane. Um, But again, kind of like what we were saying about Lizzo, again, is that she's very down to earth. Again, she's not like a diva at all. I think Adele's very relatable. Also, there's no gimmicks with her. She is who she is. And again, her voice, incredible. Yeah. Don't really have anything else to say because exactly that. Um, so I chose the song Rolling in the Deep. Nice. Because nice. I didn't really want to pick a sad one. <laughs> yeah, so my next one is again, as another from my childhood and another girl group for me, one of the originals, mm. Banana Rama. Just an amazing girl group and uh, I've gone for the song Push (laughs) why not so we're getting I've only got two left we're getting down to the last last few Lauren Hill so I just want to say we kind of had this conversation you know before earlier on in the day it was interesting because a lot of the sort of list that I was looking at sort of for like iconic women in the music industry kind of kept seeing the same people pop up and it wasn't until I was just thinking of people and then I was like hang on why am I not seeing like Lauren Hill or anything or anyone like that on these lists um so I've added her to my list she secured icon status through the strength of her debut album 
which again doesn't happen a lot. She she was the first woman to win five or more awards in any single night at the Grammys, which again, amazing. Um, First hip hop album to win album of the year also. Yeah, and I just think again with that album, Again, I think it's really timeless. People talk about it still to this day and what it's like 20 years old now, which is insane. And I'm just really shocked again that she doesn't really pop up on a lot of lists, but she's super cool. Um, again, I think she kind of owns who she is. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill is one of my top, top albums of all time. I I love that album so much. And like you said, it is timeless. Yeah. Um, what song did you choose? I chose Doo-Wop, that thing. Nice. Because I do love that song. A bit predictable, but I love it. I'm going with To Zion, because that is my favourite song off of that album. Um, So my last person, and I think she deserves my final final place, is Tina Turner. Mm -hmm. There was no doubt in my mind that I needed to speak about her. Yeah. Obviously, most people know her story, you know, in terms of the struggle that she had um, with mm-hmm. her ex-husband and she overcome that and she carried on and continues to this day to bring us amazing music and performances and mm-hmm. she's got one of the most recognisable voices of all time. Yeah. One of the most powerful voices of all mm-hmm. time. And her stage presence is just phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, so I've gone, I've gone predictable. I've gone proud, Mary. That's okay. I know that's what when you say stage presence, I just see her like dancing to that song. I love it. <laughs> it's just yeah, absolutely amazing. I yeah, she's one of my faves, obviously. So my last one is again someone um, that I spoke about on the producer episode that we did and again my list isn't in any kind of order but actually I think it's someone quite nice to end on because it is someone that's kind of current and again she's kind of in the background she's not sort of a singer or anything like that um so it is Wonder Girl she's a 24 year old Canadian producer um and the people that she's worked for already or worked with should I say is absolutely insane um she's worked with jay-z as we know again i spoke about that on that episode um drake kanye mariah carey travis scott um and that's just a few (laughs) that she's worked with i i looked at sort of her wikipedia page earlier and it's just yeah she's working with so many amazing really current artists and that's just really exciting again to hear about some uh a female sort of in that producer role behind the scenes making music as well I think is really important so yeah I just thought that was really nice to add her because again we've we don't really hear much about the producer side of things in terms of females so it's nice to highlight that um so the song I chose and I was very shocked didn't realize that she helped produce this track is Rihanna bitch better have my money nice nice well done well done to you well done to you i'm just really grateful that we've got this platform to be able to share at least some of of these people and i'll be happy if just one of our listeners listens to someone new yeah and discovers someone 
out of it that that would make me so happy me too and again there are literally so many amazing female females like working in the music industry again it might not even just be like singers or anything like that it could be people that sort of engineers you know mixers that kind of stuff um and again as we've said before and earlier on in this episode that yeah it wasn't until kind of that producer episode that we did that we were like whoa wait a second why is there not like as many females in the industry so yeah we just feel like it's really important to highlight this celebrate women you know and that's not to say that we're down on men because that is absolutely not where we're going with this but women are misrepresented and, and not represented enough within the music industry and and a lot of other industries let's be fair but um obviously our our podcast is about music um (laughs) so that's how we're gonna do it but also we do even the playing field because in june we have planned a a a male what's the word that i'm looking for a mate an episode that is for the men exactly uh, recognizing male artists um in honor of father's day exactly and I, I think that's a really important point that, yeah, we're not trying to put men down or anything. No. Again, we just both feel very passionate about the world being equal. So that is not shooting men down. We just want to be as equal, seen equally as men. And we'll just be living this happy life together. Yeah. Or it'll be 50-50 in the music industry. That would be great. And in all the other industries, that would exactly. also be wonderful. Like, that's my dream. I mean, I was just saying music industry, because again, <laughs> we are, music yeah, podcast. I know, yeah. I know, I know. You know, in Miss Congeniality, there's that joke where they all say, what do you want in the world? And they all yeah. say, world peace. And uh, I think my my dream would be equality. Me too. Which I think would then bring about world peace. Agreed. I think so. Still still world peace. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But it is true in all seriousness. And honestly, yeah, just writing my notes for this one was just, yeah, I was just really happy. Because it was really nice just being able to kind of just speak about women and sort of celebrate the music that they're making. Because, yeah. They're not just pretty faces, well, us women, you know? And I also swapped up my notebook for this month. <gasps> Who run the world? Girls, 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 girls. Girls, 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 <laughs> girls, girls, yeah. And then hashtag, we run this. We run this. And the, mm. Thank you, Paper Chase, for that wonderful notebook. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, you hit oh us up. Oh my God, that would literally make my life. So... That is it. That's the end of our episode as always. And now I don't have to read out all of the things, but I always have to look to Jess for reassurance that I get this right. Um, you can go and look at basically links to all of our social media and our playlists and where everything is. It's on our beautiful website created by the one and only Jessica Smith. Um, and that is pumpupthejampodcast.com that is it that is it so yeah social media on there if you want to email us go to the website and yeah we make a playlist for every single episode believe it or not every track that is mentioned we add it to a playlist on spotify and apple music Yep. For your listening, for your listening for your listening pressure (laughs) for your listening 
pleasure. You are welcome, world. And also our own. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, I get so excited when the playlist is up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Me too. Especially nice. last month's was epic. It was. It That's there. probably one of my faves, I think. Yeah. It's up there for me, and uh, yeah, if you'd like to, go and listen to it. Listen to them all. Knock yourself yeah. out. I have shared today, one of my colleagues asked me how, how they listen to the po- podcast, and I share. I said, all of the links are on our website, and just shared the website. Nice. It's easy, isn't it? It's all at one place. You can all go there. It's um, fine. So we may have a new follower. That would be lovely when it's... Hi. Thank you. Nic- <laughs> Nicola. Her name's Nicola. Hi, Nicola. <laughs> Thanks, Nicola, if you are listening. <laughs> Again, our social medias are on there, so make sure to follow us and speak to us on there. Talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. We really would. So that's it. Another month. Another done. Month. Another month done. Thank you, as always, for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. And we will speak to you next month. Yep, not see, which is what I normally say. Speak to you. Speak to you Stay safe. Stay safe. As always. Be nice. Be kind. Be kind. Show love. (laughs) World peace. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.